Hey, welcome in, everybody. It's time for your favorite, my favorite, everybody's favorite three guys before the game. Thank you for making us the number one rated, most popular, most listened to sports podcast in the great state of West Virginia. Appreciate that. We're all assembled here. Take a good long picture. If you're if you're watching this, when you're watching, take a girly good focus in. I take a look at the three, because it ain't gonna be three for a long time. I mean, I mean, what? our boy. Are we the Colorado football team all no of a sudden. Someone's way. getting cut. <laughs> Someone's getting cut. Just don't know <laughs> it yet. No, How many people no. left Colorado? 50. Fifty since the spring game 50? on Saturday. Fifty. Fifty. Yeah. Can you well, get any of those guys worth getting? Yeah, we'll see. Three guys before the game is brought to us by the. Burdett Camping Center. They happen to be the only warranty forever RV dealer in all of West Virginia. We're talking fifth wheels. We're talking travel trailers. What do you need? You need a big long bus? Whatever you need. <laughs> Got it. Burdett. Camping at BurdettCamping.com. Those T's together in the Burdett Camping. Two T's are still together. B-U-R-D-E-T-T-E Camping.com. You buy it from them. Warranty lasts forever. Three guys also brought to us by our fine folks, Mr. Bob and all his wonderful people that work at Comax Business Systems, based in Charleston, but they are all over the state of West Virginia. And what they do is they keep West Virginia's business data safe, secure, and efficient for 25 years. They will protect you from all of those horrific things and people that try to get your stuff. If you're a business owner, you need to be safe. They'll manage your IT remotely. They also have a complete line of gear, including digital phone systems for your business from one line to 1,000 lines. It's comaxwv.com. Three guys brought to us by, oh, I forgot. To, I'll send this picture to Taylor while we're talking here. I made this stop at GoMart. Coming back <laughs> oh, up the road the, Monday. The world-famous Flatwoods yeah. one. Yeah, right? it was great. Yeah. It was great. Uh, GoMart. Going down or coming back? Coming back. Yeah. Coming back. It was a good stop. It was a good stuff. Made it to uh, made it from Charleston to uh, Flatwoods. Clocked in at forty seven minutes twenty eight seconds. I'm 40, sorry, what? Forty seven twenty eight from Charleston to Flatwoods. Yeah, forty seven fast. Excuse me. Probably that's, slow that, that down a little bit. Too fast. Need to get home. I understand that, but that's too fast. You had to be okay to get. I've made that drive many many times from Charleston to Flatwoods in forty seven minutes. You were going ninety. Nah, that's a little bit extreme. Well, you were going 80, too fast. You no, were, going, you were going above 85. Uh, you were going 85. Made it hundreds of times. You were going too fast. Here's the deal. I was drafting. Got a car in front of me. I was actually going 62. It was pulling me. No, you were going 85. Three guys brought to us. I'll uh, check the mileage on that. By GoMart. Go for good times. Did you go see some Go-Mart. Slim Jims when you got there? Oh, yeah. Don't you worry, though? That, I mean, when, you, when I make that drive, I worry about deer. Yeah, you know what really makes you worry about the deer? When you're ripping up the road deer and you look to the right side. Yeah, and you see, and you see them see all their grazing. Heads, you see their heads like underneath in the little the ditch there. You go like, eh. Did you buy a Reese egg? What did I get at Gomart? Probably oh, got a coffee. Stupid. Was you get like a frozen burrito and nah, a propel? I got a big bag of M&M, peanut M&M's. Huh? Got a big bag of peanut M&M's and I'm eating those. And by the time you get up to... Like a big bag, like with the Ziploc part of it? No, it wasn't Ziploc, but... I'm eating them. It's like now, what time is it now? 10 something, 1030. I'm going like, this is beautiful, dude. This is like really good. You need these right now. You really, this is a smart, smart move on your part. Yeah, but part. at that point, you'd relinquish control of the Mark LaRose Ford, right? That's correct. Yeah, somebody else was driving. You had a driver over, at that point. I pulled over. I pulled over. I had a driver. Michael Fregale had taken the wheel. First time he'd ever driven a pickup truck in his life. Excuse me? First time. Is he a West he had, Virginian? 
He yeah, born and bred. How could he not have Taylor County? Taylor County. Scale of one to ten, his nervous level when he took the wheel. He was more nervous talking about driving it on the way down. When he jumped in, it was like a a beautiful glove onto a hand. Like he took off because he had threatened to go about fifty five, sixty. Yeah, on the way home, you probably bullied him, made him go ninety. Well, he was cooking along there pretty good, like seventy five, like instantaneously off that ramp. And I said, like, see, this is good. He goes, this is smooth. I said, yeah, it's smooth. Mark Rose 4, they're not playing. Did he go 10 and 2 on the wheel, or did he one-hand the thing? No, 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 he 10 and 2. 10 and 2. He was he kept nervous. His sport, he kept his sport coat on, because we were coming from That's the- That's weird. Yeah, it was really weird. Well, you always take the sport coat off for a long drive. Right. And so it, we were at the we were at the Charleston Scholarship Dinner, <laughs> so everyone was all dressed up all fancy there. Folded nice. Perfect. So he exactly. did. He kept, I don't know why did he keep why his coat. Yeah. Why did he keep his coat on? There's a heater in there, I think. So by the time I get over to the passenger side, and now he's got a blazer on, it looks like he's a chauffeur. You ever think oh, about that? That's a good point. Well, if you were sitting in the back, maybe. M- most important question, did he look like Hunter did when Hunter drove the car? I tried that's so right. bad to get the angle on that picture because that's the ramp <laughs> coming up that ramp. I was like working it. I'm working it and working it and working it to try to get that angle. And I could not get that head space. Hunter's head is huge. That's what the <laughs> thing is. Hunter's, I, don't, I don't know that that's the reason why it no, looked like that. I'm sitting there trying, I'm going low. I, like I'm down on the seat trying to get that angle to make it look like for Gail's like on top of the steering wheel. I couldn't get it. That's got to be. I, I don't think that was your truck. <laughs> I think that's there's, an 18. There's Hunter. <laughs> See, what gets me on that, I'm not as focused on Greg's head. It's that the steering wheel and the knee look like they're on the floorboards there, Hoppy. It's uh, incredible incredible so for gail didn't look like that no I, i'll send it over it looks like a like a pilot or something. <laughs> he does What's he? that's one of the all-time great pictures all right taylor i sent you for gail's picture you can uh you can put that up there in a little bit and uh this is really going to infuriate michael because the last thing he wants is he hates publicity to begin with so now he's going to drive off the road when he hears yeah this. yeah Taylor Taylor just guffawed. Taylor just guffawed across the other way when he saw the picture. So, well, that's a good thing. This is a bonus episode today. We weren't originally scheduled to have this because we're completely off the road, off the rail, Uh, early. I haven't even even finished the three guys. It's a bonus episode. So, if this one's terrible, it's a bonus. Yeah, Yeah, because we're in the once a year now summer series. This this is the second one this week. Normally, after the spring game, we're supposed to go one a week, but we said no. We love these people too much. Yeah, we got to go two a week. Well, there's spring well, game yeah. stuff to talk about. <laughs> West Virginia's gobbled up every transfer in the basketball portal. I mean, wait a second. What did but, you just say? I said you got to go two a week. No, no, you didn't say you got to go. You said we got to go. I did say and we got to go say, two a week. Do you have a mouse in your pocket? Well, I'm not going to be around for a while. How long? Two weeks. Huh? Two weeks. Out. After today, you're leaving for two weeks. Two weeks. Gone. Out. Out. <sighs> yeah. And this is how the Beatles broke up. <laughs> I'm just going to spend some time with Yoko. I'll be back. I'll be back in a couple, guys. But we wanted but we wanted to make some more music. So there's Fergale there. And I did the best I could to try to get, but he looks like a normal human. Looks like he, it looks like he's driving a hearse at night. <laughs> what you, do you, like. Right. And do you have a ring light on him? Like, is there a ring light in the seat? What, why does it look like that? Why I is may it have lit had, up? May have flash? Had, I think it may have had the, some form of a flash device on there. I yeah. tell you what, though. Well, he he's is focused. 10 and 2. He is 10 and 2 on the hands. Oh, yeah. Well, when you drive the Mark LaRose F-150, you don't play around. You right. drive it straight. Yeah. Right? So he got his tie on too, doesn't he? Yeah, did, did he loosen the tie oh at least? Gosh. I don't know. I kind of dozed off maybe up there near Stonewall Resort. I, I don't know. Those remember. M&Ms hit you later? Yeah, they did. Yeah. Took me down. Yeah. Three guys Probably also. Probably good going down, though. 
Uh, this sugar was too much. Three guys also brought to us by Lou Wendell Marine Sales in St. Albans. They sell family fun. <laughs> Visit LouWendellMarineSales.com. That's LouWendellMarineSales.com. Number one pontoon boat dealer in the state of West Virginia. And they sell the Avalon boats. The pontoons made by Avalon. Made right here 100% in the United States. It is pontoon season. Today be a wonderful day. Visit LouWendellMarineSales.com. Since the last, well, Monday was a unique show because we had a special guest in Mike Florio, and I didn't want to do what we normally do when we have a guest, and then we go do the textual healing, and that is, hey, thanks so much for being with us. Walk off the set, yeah. and we're going to go to textual healing. I have too much respect for uh, for uh, Florio to do that. So... We didn't do any textual healing on Monday's show. We will do textual healing, like a lot of it, coming up here in this show. Also, we haven't had a conversation yet about our live event from last Friday, which was our second live event. Weather was just perfect. Perfect. Just wonderful. And there you go. There are some of the, uh, for those of you that are watching, whether it be on the Metro News channel or on the YouTube channel, um, there's, there it is, uh, some of the shots from our event and it was well, super I like that fun. shot there. That's a good yeah. one. That is a really good, that's our hall of fame room here at the studio. That's a Senator. He was having, he was having some fun and, um, then we, what we do is, yeah, there's that lady. Let's so hold that one for a second. Taylor, that gentleman with the microphone. Oh, back what, up. oh thank up. you. The gentleman with the microphone, that is Charlie from Midlothian. Yep. And so that's the guy that runs that Kroger gas scam that, that yeah. now incorporates. Now he's got like a whole tribe of people. Scam, that he just, scam might be harsh. I don't know if it's a scam. Uh, pushes the window on the Kroger yeah, it's pushing fuel. pushing the envelope. Pushes the envelope on the Kroger. He, yeah. So he, he explained how he did it. That's what he was explaining. Now he's got three family members they pull in. Um, it's, it's pretty amazing. Wait till the Kroger also, also, get a hold of that. Musical genius in that shot too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There is that sob man. Yeah, yeah, yeah sobs yeah. there. Okay, now folks, behind Charlie with the blue shirt and glasses on, that is Gerald. Gerald is a native oh, of Mullins. There's Gerald again. There's, there, there's, there, I was conversating. I was conversating with Gerald right there, and he was. That's the Powell Mountain Goat guy, Hoppy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the that's the guy that figured out that the Powell Mountain Goat coming up on one nineteen. If you see it, West Virginia will cover in football. If you don't see it, the Mountaineers won't cover. He confirmed that's 100%. 100%. He confirmed it to you, right? Standing right here in the studio. He yeah, confirmed he did. It. Real thing. So that that you was me. That. that food was so freaking good. Oh. oh, my sweet mercy. Was it? You, oh, oh, look, oh, look at it. There's Hoppy having a little brisket. I mean, Hoppy, would you? Kerchevel. That's a nice shot. Got Karen a Kerchevel. Nice I did. I, I ate only brisket. I had no sides. You didn't have any of the pulled pork? No. You just went only, bri only why? brisket. Mac and cheese was great? No. The pulled pork was really good. What, why this, would because I love brisket. I was coming off a bad brisket experience, and I had a, one helping of brisket, nothing else, and I had had some stomach issues. I'm not going to get into it. I had um, a helping of brisket, and it was so good, I had a second helping of only, of only brisket. And uh, I told Kane that, Kevin Kane, I said, best brisket once again I've ever had. And ever, that, ever, ever, ever. And you're a Texas and, guy. And, you know, we've had, look, we've all had barbecue a lot of different places, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I, I, 
say this with all sincerity, it was the best brisket I've ever had again. And I got a text this week, Tony, you might want to think about expanding our beer business because it was, where can I get the brisket? Yeah, well, we'll go into that. You, I mean, uh, I'll give you credit. Excuse me. I'll give you credit. There are times when you have a tendency to exaggerate. <laughs> you did not on this. You said two nope. things. You said the food will be A+, plus, which yep. I didn't doubt you there because I'd had Kevin's food. I knew you were right. And you said there would be a ton of it. Yes. You were concerned about his promise of the quantity. Right. That pe- basically, it was an all-you-can-eat buffet. Right. That's what he was saying. And you, were, you had some reservations right. about that. It was an all-you-can-eat buffet. No question. Yeah. We had, when I went through, oh, there, look, a little mac there and cheese. Go. Look at that. Killing it. That's Jason, one of the famous lawnmower guys, too. That's one of the lawnmower guys right there. Or a race car guy. Change your battery. Yeah. So we're eating, the mac and cheese was excellent. So that mac and cheese, I got to the end of the assembly line, and my plate was totally covered. Right. But I, I had to have some mac and cheese, didn't yeah. have a second plate. Put it right on top. Yeah. Some, put it right on top like it was whipped cream on a Sunday hop. Just put it right on top. It was really good. Food was great. We had a great time. Food was, uh, everything was great. The weather was absolutely perfect. The location, the food, the beer, the whole deal, it was really good. Now, the question is, unfortunately, we did not timestamp these still photos. And we don't know if that photo was taken of Hoppy at 4.30 p.m., 5.30 p.m., 6. Well, let, let me help you. It, well, it definitely wasn't six o'clock. There was only there. There's only a seventy-five minute window that it could be. Excuse me. It, there's only a seventy-five minute window in which Kerchival was available to be photographed. What happened from when we got there after the live event here? Walked across the street. Got right. there a little after four. Right. A little after four. He was out before Sportsline began that evening at six o'clock. First report came to me. There's Hoppy standing by me. This is why I was so surprised. First report to me came in at 5.51 that he had left the premises. Mm-hmm. And then multiple other reports following at 53, 55, and 57, which is when the race was finally called. All precincts <laughs> reporting at 57 felt comfortable going with the news that Kerchival had left the building. Can, it did spread like wildfire. Like people were running up going, he's gone. Was, he's gone. He left. I go, what? What? <laughs> I, I, during our thing, no way he left. like I yelled at the first person. I said, there is no way he left. He sat on that stage. We talked about it on the air and off. He said he would be here for a while tonight. He on the, during the live event, I went over 7:41 PM for you. That's how sure I was. I made the statement. The food's going to be the best you've ever eaten. And he'll be here till after 7:41. And my guy left at five, five, one Eastern thoughts. So. I really enjoyed the day and I enjoyed the, you know, where we ask questions and answer questions and, and, you know, meeting everybody. And then we got over there and sun was out and the beer was flowing and I crushed like three beers. Yeah. Went down easy. Yeah. And the first, and you were having the aforementioned stomach issues. I had some stomach issues. Won't go into detail, but I had, I had not, no excuse. I had not felt great all week, but I, you know, trooper, I'm in. Yeah. You're playing the game. I'm playing. I'm playing. You were hurt, not injured. Right. So I'm playing. Okay. So I had like killed the first one, kind of sipped the second one, ate, had the third one, and it was hot. And we were standing out there and I had some nice visits. I sat down. I, I made a point of not just like sitting down for five. So I could sit and talk to somebody for 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. So get yeah. to know somebody. Yeah, yeah. So very, had, you were very interactive while you were there. Good visits. So I'm talking to you. Right. We're standing up, enjoying, we're standing up, enjoying his debut enjoying, as an auctioneer. Auctioneer. Which we'll get to. That's and, right. I think that's when I was auctioning. It right was. Then. We, look, we were enjoying it. I mean, you were killing it as an auctioneer. 
We will get did, into and that. Did, you did do a nice job as the auctioneer. But I'm having my do you third, think I have the chance to be an elite level auctioneer? Elite, have, I'm not do sure. Do I have a good. chance to be an elite level but, auctioneer? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go elite because I don't know much about it. But I mean, you did a good job with the it auctioneering. Was, it was a good debut. You got some things to work on, but it was a good debut. <laughs> go ahead. So I'm standing here. I'm drinking my third beer. I'm talking to Brad. And Tony, you're up there and you're droning on and on. Like, you know, just like. And I, like. I got I to go home. <laughs> and so I. I Did you text Karen while you were standing there against the fence that, with me? That, that, that was a pre-text. That was a text. That was a beforehand. And I was finishing my beer. It would take her 20 minutes to get there. Okay. So I was finishing my beer, talking said, to you. Tony's going on and on. I said, <laughs> out. Didn't you ever, look, when you were in college, seriously, when yeah. you were in college, and we all went to parties and stuff sure. and drank yeah. beer, weren't you ever at a party at whatever time, and you're, you're, you're holding a beer, God knows how many beers you've had, and you go, why do I have this beer? Why do I have this beer? Why am I drinking this beer? Why am I still standing here? Yeah. I'm yeah. going home. Yes, been there. Yeah. Been there. <laughs> it, would, it would usually be at about 2.45 a.m., not 5.51 p.m. I know, that I know, me. I know. And I did. I, I felt kind of bad about it, but I just I I should have. Left. Well, right, I left. On brain. right on brain. I apologize, I apologize if there were folks I didn't get, get to talk to, but I did have some good visits, and it was selfish of me. I acknowledge Man. it was selfish. No, it helped the brand. Yeah. It helped the brand that you were an absolute whack job. Well, I think that's a little harsh. No, I, I mean, think it, no, I think I think I think it, it further underscores that here's the thing that I came away with, though. Here's <laughs> what I came away with. I mean, if whack we do, jobs a little it, heavy. I mean. <laughs> if we do do the this is the best. I told you this earlier today or this week. If we ever do do one on a stern wheeler or on a boat <laughs> how are you going to escape you're going to have to pull a houdini or a david bland i'll need a dinghy with a life jacket have somebody he'll already arrange it somebody will be paddling up alongside jumps in one of those dudes of the somali pirates they'll come up on the side with a with a, with a little raft with a motorboat we're here for kerchival <laughs> Everybody, don't move. We're here for Kerchival. Nobody gets hurt. <laughs> Kerchival walks out with I'm the captain now. Roll. I'm the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> That's for those who've seen Captain Phillips. <laughs> hey, Tony. <laughs> Tony, seriously, you did a lot. Of, it was a well-organized event, nicely done. I mean, I think everybody enjoyed themselves. It was really well done. Nice well, job. I have very little to do with it, to be quite honest with you. So just Dave Groover, our guy. Oh, Dave. The did, brains. Yeah. The brains. Kelly Ayersman upstairs, uh, our administrative yeah, assistant yeah. for George Pelletier. She gets everything perfectly set out there. Um, and just everyone, the folks at Chestnut Brew Works. Bill was great. He explained oh, yeah. how long one can keep Kerchevel before it starts to lose its buzz. There it is. Beautiful cans. Designed by Natasha, WVU students. So that's the other. We had some Bill. WVU There's students that were on hand, hop that work with yeah. our brand to help us with things. They were on hand. They were tremendous. It was fun. And a great group of attendees. Absolutely. For the second, I mean, we're two for two loved on them. groups of attendees. They were awesome. I loved them. Great questions at the event. Yeah, it was really good. So we'll do another one of those. Don't know when, but we'll do one outside. Yeah, there it is. It's outside of Morgantown. I uh, love that, by the way. And, you know, you wouldn't think because it's, I mean, it's right downtown. Is that, is that, is that, is that, uh, is that Corey Chambers and Tim Bowling there? Look like it. Go back to that. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, there's some heavy hitters right there. Corey Chambers and Tim Bowling. I mean, my goodness. 
nice to have those guys there. Yeah, it was a fun event. So thanks to everybody that came. Yeah, we'll do another one at some point if three of the guys can come together at least uh, for a night. But we'll have fun. Oh, here's Bill. Yeah, there's, there's Bill. Bill. Bill's explaining the whole whole deal on beers. This is good. There's Reverend Reverend Kevin Kane, Rev Kev. He's the guy that cooked all the food, and we we donated. Stayed up all night. He does. Literally. He cooks. He does. Yeah. We uh, we donated over $2,000 because of the generous nature of these folks. We um, sold one of our bourbon barrels, auctioned it off. We got $1,100 for the bourbon I know, barrel. man. That thing was going. Well, I did say you. through that. As I said, I am a high le- I don't do I don't do like saucer cups, Hoppy. I do high-level stuff. You get I mean, I, I, thousand, I, I, a thousand's probably the lowest I, level that I'll go. Kurt Chavale helped with that bidding, by the way. <laughs> well, may have been a little bit. May have been. You, it, your auctioneering skills were pretty strong. Yeah, they were. For the debut? I'll be working this weekend down at Greenbrier. <laughs> I got an event Saturday. Do you really? Yeah. Yeah, I'm doing the cancer gala. I do uh, eight, eight live auction items. Okay, I was just going to say, are there more items? Yeah. All right. Yeah, let you me tell you You probably need to have a glass of water with you. Keep the... There's, keep that, there's keep eight, hydrated there's as you gonna go be through. Eight, there's going to be eight items, and you know what else that makes it really good? What? A lot of money in the room. Yeah. A lot of money in the room. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. That's so great. anyway. Great event. Well done. Okay. So now let's jump into some sport-related stuff before we do textual healing. Spring football is now completed. West Virginia in a thriller that came down to the last kick of the game. 53-51 was the final. If West Virginia had missed the field goal, they would have lost three points, and it would have been a 51-50 defensive final. But Danny King, was Danny King at the end, right? That stepped, was yeah, it Danny King? Yeah, I believe it was Danny King. Danny yeah. King stepped up, and he banged it. Easily. Yeah, he banged it, and they win. So anyway, no injuries, huge, and one penalty the entire game. That's also very important. Other than that, El Senatore. Yeah. You were there. Had some you had some people around you there. You were watching the game. Takeaway. Yeah, when we get done to met some nice listeners at the game too. We'll talk about here in a minute. Sure. So a couple takeaways. Let me just go down the list and then we can dissect each one. Quarterbacks first thought Garrett Green looked really good. Thought it was excellent. Ran the offense well, had a couple scramble plays, which you expected, but I thought he threw it tremendously well, had great command of the offense. So I thought Garrett Green really looked um, excellent in that game right there. Looked to me to be the the best of the two quarterbacks on that particular day. I know there's a lot to go. C.J. Donaldson played more, Tony, maybe than I thought he was going to do and took some mm-hmm. contact. I mean, he was running right up in the middle of the line with full contact. Oh, yeah. Illustrates again, Hoppy, we already know this, but it illustrates again having a big back like yeah. that. I mean, when he just gets up in there, it is hard to keep him for less than three yards there. He was so, that was impressive and good to see him back in. Cole Taylor, tight end, LSU transfer. Mm-hmm. Again, stuff we had talked about, but then you actually see it. Pass, catching, tight end, six, seven, big target. He had a great, nearly one-handed catch, caught another ball. He looks like he could be a real weapon in the passing game. So I think you're going to see the the tight end quite a bit. Tony, you mentioned the kickers. You mentioned Danny King. He was really good. Hayes, the transfer from Georgia State. Before that kick to end the scrimmage there, end the game, they had a little competition. I think it was between the third and the fourth. They put the ball spotted at the 31, the, the hold at the 31, so a 41-yard field goal. Hot, both kickers banged it through easily. Would have been good from 50. In fact, I was kind of hoping they'd back them up to 50 to see the leg, but both of them really good. Again, small sample size, but they looked good. Defensive back-wise, this, is, it, this was one play, but, I, but 
made me optimistic here for some of these guys. One of the defensive backs we've talked a lot about, Montre Miller, the transfer from Kent State, has to be a guy that isn't just plugged in and plays 12 or 13 games. He's got to be really good, right? They need some defensive backs to step forth. There was a play, second half, I believe, receiver down the left sideline, press box side that had gotten loose on a fly pattern. Last year, that was one of those where we saw that a lot, and, it, and there was a 10 or 15-yard gap at times between the defensive back and the receiver. This time, ball goes up in the air. Receiver had the defensive back beat. Miller all of a sudden closes and closed hard, gets his hands up, knocks the ball away. One play, I get it, but that was an encouraging sign from, from him in particular. So not a ton of overarching huge themes coming out of there, but those are five or six things that I like that stood out on Saturday. In addition... After the game, day or so after, the announcement that West Virginia has added another receiver from Baylor, Jalen Ellis comes to WV from Baylor, at one time extremely highly recruited, four stars out of high school, 6'3", 184 pounds, great speed guy. What do they have, 10'4 and 100? So, yeah, 10'4, yep, ish. 10'4 and 100, um, has not caught a whole lot of games or a whole lot of balls. He's appeared in 13 games at Baylor, caught five passes for 141 yards, and he also had a touchdown. Um, high school, he was a USA, U.S. Army All-American uh, selection, which obviously means that he was extremely highly sought after. The three other schools in Auburn, Utah, and Texas A&M, all seeking his services. So West Virginia obviously looking for someone to – force teams to defend deep field and so he's a guy with wheels that could get down the field and get people out of the box if West Virginia is going to be a run dominated team can you create a threat with verticals that will force safeties to play back in coverage and get them out of the box if in fact West Virginia is going to be a heavy run dominated team which we expect obviously them to be he that's an intriguing prospect because clearly a position of need we've talked about there the the receiver positions wide open in terms of returning production you need some guys you mentioned his high school credentials there. i believe he's a four-star coming out as well so he's a guy that comes in and you hope it's one of those situations guys where it's it's a change of scenery leads to more production who knows why he wasn't getting more opportunities at baylor you hope getting here kind of unlocks that and we've seen that from other guys and and skill set wise, that that's what you need. And what what's been a challenge for West Virginia for the last couple of years? Stretching the field. Yeah, yeah. no question. Yeah, yeah. So there will be others. Uh, they will go and they will get into this portal and they will get other guys, uh, defensive backfield help, defensive line help. That's how this thing's going to play out. So what are they going to look like when they open this season up against the Nittany Lions of Penn State? Real super generic version is. They will be a run-dominated team with a bevy of depth at running back. They will have quarterback or quarterbacks that can threaten you with their legs. They will have a tight end that can catch the ball. The receiving core will be a re recreated group because of so many losses. And you're going to try to hold the ball. You're going to try to run the ball. You're going to try to put your defense out on the field as little as possible and play old-school football. That's what it looks like. I did find it interesting. Neil Bowden opened the uh, scrimmage <laughs> there with a little trick play to start. Threw it, a little pass back to Preston Garrett Green, Fox. quarterback. Yeah, yeah Preston, Preston Fox was the – came around, they threw it. Yeah, that's what I like that. Open it up, I like it. So, here we go. Penn State's and got to spend a practice working on that. 
Yeah. Basketball-wise for the Mountaineers, the uh, portal continued to giveth to WVU. Raekwon Battle, Montana State a year ago, averaged just a whisker under 18 points per game. Highly sought-after transfer portal. He has played four seasons, two at Washington, two at Montana State. Uh, statistically, he's a wow. Different kind of a body, strong, likes to get through in contact, can score it. So he commits to West Virginia after visiting this weekend and significant. So now you talk about cleaning up your roster and, and redoing this thing, right? Well, Yeah, go ahead. So Joe Toussaint and Trey Mitchell from last year are back. Yep. Jose Perez, who was on the team last year but unable to play because of the NCAA deal, he returns. And now you add Jesse Edwards from Syracuse, Kirk Carissa from Arizona. Now Raekwon Battle makes six. I'm sure I'm forgetting. Yeah, the man, the other Manhattan transfer. The Manhattan, so the Manhattan yeah. transfer. Yeah. So the seven. Uh-huh. And then you got Mo, and you got Josiah. Josiah. Yeah. So I'm I'm already Conquo. I got Conquo. Now I'm at ten. Yeah. And then Seth Wilson, Kobe Johnson. If they do return, that would give you your 12. And then you have James Bell. James Bell. (laughs) Jimmy, whether or not he goes football or not. So there you go, man. So West Virginia by, you know, who who knows? But West Virginia is getting national recognition for its ability to bring these players in. Again, we warn you, like disclaimer on this stuff. Yes. Awesome. You went to the store and you got really good groceries. You got really good groceries but you don't know how they're going to taste until you cook it. And so how does it come together? How does it, how does it come together? They'll go to Italy in August. They'll play. They'll get together. They'll have more opportunity to spend time with one another. You don't know what this product's going to be until they actually play. The first stage will be non-conference. Then the next stage will be league. You just don't know. But at least you begin. This is the big part. At least you begin with a chance on the talent thermometer. That's where I come from on this, and and you're of course right. So there's the disclaimer. I'm not going to do the disclaimer. I'm just going to go optimism, Hoppy. I, I think <laughs> we sit up here all the time and talk about who are your guys. You got to have guys. Who do you give the ball to and tell you to get out of the way? You got to have players. You got to have players. You're in the best basketball league in America. This roster, Tony, you just went down it. You have multiple options now with lineup combinations. You've got multiple guys that can score it. You've got a defensive stopper inside and Edwards. You've got talent. You go into this league, and instead of sitting here and going, "Well, look at Kansas. Look at Baylor. Did you see what Bay? Did you see what Texas Tech did there?" Now, other teams in the league are saying that about West Virginia. They're saying, "Did you see West Virginia got another transfer out of there?" And you're right on battle. You get a guy that was 99th percentile in points per 40 minutes. You get a guy that was 94th percentile in scoring in the paint. So it's a guy that can hit a three, but he's really a scorer. He's an 80% plus free throw shooter, somebody that can get to the line and make them. We know that's important for West Virginia. So you've got multiple guys and you sit here as you get ready to go into next season with talent and you have no shot if you don't have the talent. Now, maybe it doesn't work out. Maybe they don't come together. Maybe they get some injuries. Who knows? A million things can happen. But you're going into battle with a ton of talent. And I I like that for this program. And listen, I give them a ton of credit, guys. Just two years ago, they seemed lost in terms of how the portal would work. They seemed confused on how it should work. They have done a 180. And quite frankly, 
I give them an A plus grade up to this point in how they've handled the portal, how they've handled NIL. They've remade that program and put themselves in the situation to be one of the most talked about teams of the offseason. Nationally, Hoppy. Nationally. Yeah, they, they've done a great job on the portal. This this latest edition, Raekwon Battle, you go back. I went back yesterday and I watched the highlights of the game against Kansas State. Now that's an Elite 18. That's the team that West Virginia played. That was a very, very good basketball team. Raekwon Battle lit them up. 27 points. He's scoring inside. He's scoring outside. Oh, this guy's a scorer. So you know you're getting a guy that can score against the kind of talent that you're going to play against week in and week out in the Big 12. So I think that's that's a great addition. And he's played a lot of basketball, right? The second thing is, Tony, to your point, is what, what was one of the reasons that this team of West Virginia this year had success later in the year? Because they had good leadership. They had Coach Stevenson. They had, uh, you know, Emmett Matthews. They had guys that provided older leadership. Older guys. That, older guys. And that team gelled. You didn't hear anything. There weren't the kind of problems that teams often have. So, again, you do have the pieces, Brad, like you talked about. Can there be some leadership there? Can they come together and be as as unified as this team was this previous season? Right. You can spend a lot of time. We were just kicking it around last night about lineups and how do you make everyone happy or how do you play as far as shots go. Guess what? Jose Perez is a volume shooter, right? Raekwon Battle, he got a lot of shots this past year at Montana State. Trey Mitchell needs to get shots. You with me, <laughs> right? So how that comes together will be super interesting to see. Can guys leave their ego on the bench and go play for the for the overall good. So we talked to Battle last night on Sportsline, and I asked him that question. If I was kind of surprised, by the way, that Hoppy didn't book him on Talkline before we were able to get him. I was surprised we were able to get him. I got Ray, Hoppy, hey, Raquan, hey, Raquan, has Hoppy, Kurt, no, he hasn't. I said, okay, we'll take you tonight then. Good to Cheap see that. So if you look at he and Perez's stats in terms of usage percentage and ability to shoot it, both of them are at the far end of the spectrum for their respective leagues that they're coming out of. So we talked to Raekwon last night and just said, well, what? how are you going to have to adjust your game as you come back up to the Power 5 level and play at West Virginia? He was great. Had an answer for it. He's ready. He's expecting some double teams. He's going to work on making the extra pass, and he's got to be patient. But yeah, that's a question. How do those guys fit together? The good part is you've got multiple options when you need a bucket. Now, you've got guys that can score and scouting report wise you've got a lot to plan for with these guys when when trey mitchell might be your third scoring option that's pretty good that's where i talk about you've amassed some talent now jesse edwards who averaged a double double we don't even talk about him as a primary offensive option but he is in the post and he sets up really nicely for three guys that want to score and go to the basket now you've got an elite offensive rebounder and jesse edwards to crash if the shot doesn't go in you've got some nice parts to this team so far three guys before the game brought to us by the folks at burdette camping right now you can save ten thousand dollars that's ten thousand dollars off the forest river rockwood ultralight fifth wheel check it out by going to burdette camping that's burdettecamping.com if you're driving around they're in winfield just outside of Frazier's Bottom, BurdetteCamping.com. Three guys also brought to us by fine folks at Lou Wendell Marine Sales, the Avalon boat considered among the very best in the marketplace, manufactured 100% here in the United States, Lou Wendell Marine Sales, LouWendellMarineSales.com.com family fun and more when are you taking your pontoon out? You haven't gone out yet. When is I don't think it's soon? in the water yet. Excuse soon. me? Not in the water yet soon. 
Is there a problem usually getting early, into the usually water? Usually goes in early May. Well, it's not even, I mean, it's not Memorial Day yet. I mean, he's going to get in for Memorial Day. Three guys before the game, a strong advocate of the Reese's products. Who, do, who loves Reese's? We all love Reese's. Gomart has Reese's. Extravagant prizes. Through the end of this month, so just a few days, you can uh, sign up, include a $500 gift card. Go to gomart.com slash the number three guys. gomart.com slash the number three guys. Taylor, did you get that picture of me at the Gomart with the Slim Jims? Can you put that up there? If you did, oh, so there, do you think they wow. got some meat? Do you think they might have some spiced meat? I was in Flatwoods. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Very yeah. nice. I know that counter well. Very nice. Can we throw another picture up real quick before we get into textual healing? Sure. Well, I want to give a shout out to uh, our guy. You guys will know him, David Kurtz. There's some spring game hop. Oh, right. Ran into David. Is that Dave, the train guy? The guy, the gentleman that took the train to Austin, Texas for the football game. He just got back. Just got back. He was, <laughs> he was there. Great. Very nice. So I enjoyed catching up with when David met Mike from Salem, Virginia as well. Okay. And then Justin that led with, Justin came up, said, big listener of the show. Thank you. Love listening to you. Led with, Hoppy will know me. I met him at the legislature. So he said hello to you <laughs> okay, down there. Hello, so, Justin. Hello. Yeah, that's that Justin. one guy you met at the legislature, Hoppy. The one So guy. thanks to everybody that came up at the spring game. Very, very nice. nice. Very, very nice. nice. Sorry I didn't make it there. <clears throat> no, we can understand. No worries. Nah, yeah, we, we certainly, we certainly can, certainly can understand that. Speaking of uh, Texas, the Mountaineer baseball team, yeah, ranked number eighteen in the nation, left today for Waco. They'll play three against the Bears tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Had Tevin Tucker on last night. Great, great story of battling through injury and adversity in his four seasons, and he is absolutely cranking it. He's the Big Twelve Conference's Player of the Week. Batting 370, hitting the heck out of it, just having an unbelievably fun season. Talk to a guy this morning. Don't have this confirmed. Talk to a guy this morning. He went on to buy tickets for next week, Wednesday pit. Couldn't get them? Standing, Excuse me? Standing room only. Really? Only, standing room only is all they had. It's, no, that's a heck that's good great. deal. It's $3. That's great. $3 for standing room only. But I was telling him, how have things changed from the days of Holly Field, right? Where oh, you, my gosh. You couldn't, you couldn't draw family and friends. And now these games, next week will be Oklahoma coming in for a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it looks like tickets are just exploding, right? Yeah, there, there's a ways to go in the season. So I'm not saying this is where they're going to get, but this has the vibes of the Manoa season just a mm-hmm. few years ago, right? When I went to the regional, crowd was great, packed every night. Didn't matter if it was a weeknight or weekend. So this team, this Mountaineer team is rolling. They're hitting the ball well, and they've gotten really good pitching in these Big 12 series games, right? Against TCU yes. last weekend, Oklahoma State the series before. So you know they can hit if that pitching can hold up, especially early in the weekend, they got a chance here to be pretty Beat special. Penn State like they stole some. Drilled them. 14 to 2. Them. JJ two grand, Weatherholt back. Two grand two slams. Two grand slams. Two. Yeah. Um, every time we have a Mountaineer baseball player on Sportsline, they're undefeated. No, we yeah. mean this. They're great interviews. Like every time we get done and we go to the commercial and we go like, baseball's undefeated. Every single one of those kids have been fantastic. Just this year, Weatherholt. Grant Hussey and Tevin Tucker last night, all A+. plus. Excellent. You don't have that on your show, do you? What's that? We interview people that aren't normally interviewed, and so as a result, sometimes it's a struggle for them because it's a unique situation. Where you're normally interviewing people that are used to being interviewed, so you don't walk away from many interviews on TalkLine and go like, that was terrible. Well, I find the skill set of the person asking the questions plays a big role in the effectiveness of the interview. It's kind of arrogant. 
I'm sorry, did your microphone stop? Oh, is your microphone off? Oh, and what a shame. What a worst time possible for an electrical layer. That's horrible. Hate to see that. Okay, it's really bad that happened. Hmm. We'll get our tech crew on that. Hopefully, we'll have you in 20 to 30 minutes from now. <laughs> hey, uh, one more basketball note before we do textual healing. You're saying, well, wait a second. So you're saying you can get a good interview off of anyone? No, I was just teasing. I was oh, just being okay. a wise guy. I, right, but no, I have, you know what, make, you know what makes a good interview? Someone who's interesting and is willing to answer questions. Yeah, that's normal. And, and, and a good interviewer, I think, is somebody who listens to the answers. Somebody asked me the other day, they said, why do you interrupt people? I interrupt people because I, if I hear that I think somebody has already answered the question and is starting to repeat or digress, I'll interrupt. Okay. I give you, I'm with you on that. Yeah, interrupt. And also listen to the answer because oftentimes the answer will prompt another question yeah. related to something they said. You can go a little bit deeper. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. Hey, one other basketball note before we start textual healing. In a day in which high schoolers don't get scholarship offers, we've got one here in Morgantown. Sharon yes. Young has been formally offered by WVU's basketball staff, head coach Bob Huggins. And so for those of you that may or may not know, Sharon Morgantown High has led them to two state championships in the last three years. And the other year they didn't win it, it came down to a last second shot. Mm -hmm. So he's their point guard and he has received an offer. He's been receiving offers but this is his first Power 5 offer. He's a rising senior, and he's out there on the AAU circuit right now. Plays with a team out in the western Ohio, so Cincinnati area. And they went out last week. They were in Omaha. I think they're in Texas this weekend. This is when all the coaches are out. And this is when you play big boy basketball. And after his performance last weekend, the phone started buzzing. And West Virginia's known him, and he's been in that building since he was a little kid. And so he gets the offer, which is hard to do as a high school kid now. I would think it'll continue to buzz now that he's holding a West Virginia mm -hmm. offer, but super talented. He can he can do it all. Score, can pass it, can run the floor. A couple things that jump when you watch him. He's effortless when he plays, right? Which is yeah. always an indication. It's hard to judge high school and making that jump. But one thing you want to look for, how, how effortless do they make it? And he's one. Yeah. Court vision is tremendous. Can move it, has a high IQ. Led them in, in scoring rebounds, blocks, like does all of it from the point guard position. Super talented kid. Good to see him get an offer. We've been watching him since he was little. It's good to see him get an offer. Best way to describe him is effortless. And so by that, when people play the game and they seem like they're gliding or yeah, floating, exactly. those are those mm -hmm. those are the guys that are different, and they're the different things. Some guys, you know, it's a labor. You can see right. them laboring while they're playing. He floats. Mm -hmm. He glides. You know, we saw him, of course, at the state tournament the last couple of years, but I saw him this year at the tournament, and you're watching, and you go, oh, he's different. Different. He's, he's different. Yeah. Speed, speed. And he is one of the unique guys, and I've told him this a bunch. He's old school when it comes to passing the ball. Mm -hmm. He's a point guard that actually he does distributes. Like yeah. He's got great floor vision, as you said. He's fun to watch. He gets the ball to the right spots. Now, his game would have to change in college. He would be a distributor sure. in college. You don't need him to score. He would be a distributor and has handles, and he's tough. So, uh, yeah. That's had the, that hand, had a fairly, I mean, fairly significant hand injury yep. late missed, in the season, Brad, came yeah. back 
and just came back in time for the tournament and led him to the championship. Yeah, stepped right in and continued to go. Super hard worker, too. So he'll be fun to watch here through the offseason AAU circuit, as Tony mentioned, then his senior year next year at, at MHS. Let's do this thing. It was, uh, by the way, it was good seeing David Saab at the event Friday. Yeah, he was here. Yeah. He does those things when we took our picture with him. He does those things like those music producers do. You notice that? Kind of got down there. Gave you a pose more than just the stand. Yeah. He didn't. He wasn't posing, standing. That's he was, a youth thing. Isn't it? Look at it. See? Yeah. yeah. Now, what's that mean exactly? Like, what's he doing there? Uh, just, actually, I actually don't mind it. I don't mind it either. What's it? Is there, they're sending some form of a signal. Since the three, three of us are standing there smiling like goofs. Just like, like, is he saying like, okay, anyone that's in my tribe that knows me, I'm giving these guys the green light, even though they're three old dudes, they're cool. That's what no, he's saying. This is all, no, this is about him. <laughs> it's about his. Well, no, he's he's just, he's that's being, his he's identity. Being a, he's being an eye guy there. Or? No, no, he's oh. not being an eye guy. That's just maybe that's his identity. That's There's his, no eye in sob. <laughs> True, but there are two ways. <laughs> hey, before you get started, producer uh, Taylor Tyler Tonner. What's his name? Tanner. Tonner sent me a quick note on the baseball undefeated interviews. Don't forget Blaine Traxel, talented pitcher. Really, yeah, we had him was, as well. Yeah, he was really he was good too. Undefeated. All right, let's here we go. Thanks, Tanner. Textual healing. <clears throat> Gentlemen, thanks for the great event on Friday. Great food, great beer, great stories. A special thanks to Hoppy, a fellow J School graduate, for sitting down with us to share a few stories. C.L. in Clarksburg, class of 1970 and 6. C.L., we're just glad that you had the opportunity to have that chance to talk with him since he was there for four minutes. Texter, I'm sorry, Scopes. But while watching the YouTube clip of you working hard as a brewmaster, I could not help myself but to realize that you literally are two-thirds legs. <laughs> this is not a drill. You are literally two-third legs. I can't thank you enough for being the voice of my generation's greatest sporting endeavors and look forward to your cameo in the next Animal Planet documentary on the behavior of giraffes. With all due respect, CD and DC, a picture. Now you've moved on. You've moved on from hunting to brewing. Yeah, Scopes, you may be legs now. There's going to be a few texts coming legs. in addressed to legs. Legs. Well, he is tall. <clears throat> Giraffe might be a little bit too, too much. Hey, three guys, I share Brad's affinity for Reese's eggs, but recently I purchased a bag of the new Reese's Thins. While the chocolate exceeds the peanut butter in this iteration's ratio, they are worth a try. Looking forward to seeing the three of you on 12 October for the WVU Houston game. The Mountaineer alums in Houston town will throw a tailgate for you that you won't disappoint. All the brisket and Tex-Mex you can eat. Sincerely, Dana in Houston. <laughs> <laughs> and he lost a running back this week. Yeah, Double-digit touchdown score from two years ago. Mm. So he's got to replace one of the best quarterbacks in school history, mm -hmm. one of the most productive receivers in college football last year, and a talented running back from two years ago. Will West Virginia be – they won't be favored going there, right? No. Probably, uh, probably not. Who Close. Know, who knows? Three. Probably not. Frank writes mm -hmm. in, Hoppy Brad Tony. I was disappointed in the Coach Kovach show. I'd gotten used to your three to four hour shows, and then you throw a <laughs> one hour show in the mix, just not long enough. Having a native born West Virginian complain about a county lacking, a country lacking cultural depth is pretty ironic. This was you, Hoppy, when you berated the continent of Australia. Yeah, it would be that. like Iowa natives or the Illinois native me complaining about a state having boring scenery along the highway. Unless we're complaining about Texas, signed by Frank. 
You were very, very unfair to uh, Australia. I, I did not articulate that well. Uh, the whole continent. Yeah. Hey, three guys, I had a chance to take in the spring game. Good times. QB number one, where's number six, in my opinion? I took Brad's advice, visited homegrown pizza. My wife and daughter, they were skeptics when we pulled in, but the food did not disappoint. My mm-hmm. wife asks, are we doing doing dessert? I said, oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh yes. yeah, nutter butter for me. And I clucked my tongue in my best spreads voice. <laughs> I also highly recommend the cannoli signed by Travis in Lincoln County. Excellent, Travis. Yeah, the cannoli is excellent as well. P1 Jason. Just had nutter butters this last weekend, Kirchel. Nice. Multiple. <laughs> Multiple. <laughs> P1 Jason in Tulsa writes, hey, guys, I loved Coach Kovich giving you a gentleman's game. It gave me an idea, too. I'm going to start using that phrase elsewhere. When I'm asked, hey, how are we looking for hitting our deadline on my project? It'll be, sorry, it's a gentleman's project. <laughs> when I get asked by a police officer if I knew how fast I was going, sorry, sir, it's a gentleman's car. Perhaps most usefully, the next time I'm enjoying an expensive meal and asked if I'd like to check, I'll say, sorry, it's a gentleman's restaurant. I'll let you know how that works out. I love your show. It, it is interesting, isn't it, because it's one of those sports that, and I think, Tennis is like that to a degree, too. You know, Brad, where in other sports like football and basketball, what do you do? You get away with what you can, right? <laughs> right? You get away with what you can and hope you don't get caught. You know, golf, tennis, probably other sports like that, where you really are, um, you, you're more, you adhere more to the rules. Agreed? Oh, you don't agree? Yeah, that's probably fair. Most. There's some guys that cheat around here. Some people move it around a little bit. Oh, what? <laughs> what, you got a story? No, nothing to do with WVU golfers, but I mean guys that go out there and play around this. I mean, just guys that go out and golf, play golf. They cheat, scrambles, kick the ball. There's move a lot of notorious golf cheaters. A lot of golf cheaters not, out there. Not in the organized. Not in the real stuff, but the, no, no, no. there's a... Guys that play recreationally or cheat like in those tournaments, you get the scrambles. There'll be a little yeah. pencil whipping going on, as some used to say. Pencil whipping. <laughs> pencil whipping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll tell you about that. People in the chat. Well, yeah, yeah, a couple, like couple well known cheaters. Cheaters. <clears throat> and as you well know, cheaters never win. Hello, gentlemen. Logan from beautiful Greenbrier County. I want to invite you guys to my college graduation at the convention center in Beckley on 6 May. I attach one of the pictures for my announcement. And you'll definitely see the West Virginia vibe. This picture was taken me by a church member who I call family inside the church that I minister in White Sulphur Springs named the Redemption Center. We got a website. You guys are always welcome to attend. By the way, tell them Logan sent you. Thank you, Logan. Well, I'll tell you, Logan, I'd, you know, I'd love to be there, but uh, Hoppy, we can't get him to stay across the street. I don't think we'll get him down to, uh, to the event, but we wish you the best. Well, and this is on me that you're not going to White Sulphur? Texter, Tony, normally I would agree with you, especially when it comes to food, but when it comes to the quarterback situation this year, I must disagree. I think they need to go to the, with the guy who makes the most plays and live with the mistakes no matter how many they make. If he's a home run threat, then the other guy isn't. There's no defense for that. Give me the playmaker over the safe guy. Signed by Josh in Morgantown. I'm still with you on food. So, Josh, I would say to you this. And this is what you said in your text. You said, I think they need to go with the guy who makes the most plays and live, live with the mistakes no matter how many they make. Are uh-uh. you freaking kidding me? So we're going to be good with six interceptions. And after the game, you go, why pull him? He always has a chance to make a big play. No, you can't do it. 
There's a there's a very very small margin for win and lose. And what do coaches what do coaches say after every game, Brad? About mistakes? What do they say? Mistakes. Turn it over too much. Got us. Didn't make a play. <clears throat> but it's mistakes. It's mistakes. And, 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 mistakes. At this at this level, usually not always. We've seen a million games. What the team that let exactly. the other team screw it up? Yeah, exactly. Oh, they made four mistakes. Just turned the ball clean. over four times. Turned West Virginia turned over none. They turned over four times. You got the win. During the Rich Rod run, West Virginia annually was one of the better teams in the country at not turning it over. And that was one of the few examples of a team that could have survived some turnovers with yes. that explosiveness, right? Yes. And we said the same thing about the Will Greer era too, right? There were some games where you just went, well, what'd you, I mean, force that throw. And there, I remember that first half against Kansas when there were like three picks, and, but you really weren't worried. You're like, okay, you live with that. He's going to come back and make a bunch of plays for you. Most of the time, it's not. You've got to be able to limit mistakes, and I think that's especially true for this year's version. Yeah. Earlier, you, when, you don't, when you don't have a Will Greer that you know can, can right. light it up for you. Right, exactly. Right. Earlier in the program, we showed you that picture of Charlie from Midlothian. He writes, Scopes, spreads, and the guy who left early once again. <laughs> Had a great time at Nailed Friday's it. event. Nailed it. And Kerchival cans. Kudos to everyone that had a part in the efforting to make this happen. Nice to meet the guy on the other side of the wall. Taylor, Tyler, Putnam, Winfield. With all due respect, I have to admit I'm not much of a beer drinker, but I will never turn down a Kerchival. Thanks for having us. Thank you. <laughs> Good, thanks Wonderful to meet you. Texter, Scope Senator and Hoppy Hoppy Hoppy, that Mike Florio segment is the most inspiring thing I have ever seen. Wow. Ooh. Well, I'm glad you loved it. We love Mike. He's Love just, it when he's here. Just great, great guest. Terrific. Florio has well-thought-out, articulate points about a lot of things. I mean, there was a lot of content there. There was. Got a lot of things in his head. Yeah. There's a Got lot, a lot of things in his head. Yeah. I mean, obviously, he reads a ton, doesn't sleep much. I was going to say, how does he do what he does? And just like, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to read a book, I'm going to write a book, and I'm going to be on... Yeah. His motor burns hot. Yeah. Yeah. He got <laughs> His motor burns real hot. Right. I told Tony afterwards, you're right, great content in there. I, I could have done another hour on some of the mob stories, too. That was yeah. <laughs> we were just, yeah, just getting going in that area, yeah, right? Really. There's some good stuff there. Texter, hey, three guys, after listening to hearing a previous texted message, the Charleston Dirty Bird baseball experience to Hoppy, I have something to add. As a longtime listener and an umpire in the Atlantic League, I'd like to invite Hoppy to a game. I'll leave the tickets at the gate for him and a guest of his choosing. This way he can experience a seat, a hot dog, and even the beer, although it may not be Kurt Chevelle. If Hoppy takes me up on this offer, as I'm calling the balls and the strikes behind the plate, at some point I will drop a hoppy, hoppy, hoppy to call a batter out on strikes. Love the show as always. Andy McPherson from Hurricane. Like that. That'd be awesome. Hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. Hoppy, hoppy, hoppy. <laughs> Texter. Oh, here's the doctor. Professor Vinny in the Chicago area. Three guys, the Mike Florio interview was phenomenal. He has great insights into the league, and his grounded take on the NFL draft was great. He also does a great job of busting your chops. It's probably the first three guys pod I've listened to where Brad and Hoppy may have only said two <laughs> words between the two of them. On a side note, it seemed like his mic was cutting in and out at times. Was he just pulling back from it, or was he talking? Keep up, well, So here's the deal. These microphones are awesome that we use. But they are so unidirectional that yeah. watch this. If you're watching, if I go over here, you can see how like I'm really off mic, like right. You got to get right into this baby, and because 
neither of these two knuckleheads and Mike were not wearing headphones. They didn't know that they were going off mic. If you wear headphones, then you know when you're on it when you're not. But these guys like to keep their hair fancy. Not us. He's talking about Mike. Yeah, you guys do a good job because you would, know. It, Mike would do it when he because he was doing a good job of making eye contact with all of us. Right. So he, yeah. He, he was, occasionally yeah, looking yes. over to us. That's what the video's yeah. talking about. So yeah, so you're right. He took these, a shot at us. These are I good know. mics. Mike gratuitously threw that a shot yeah, at yeah, us. He did. I mean, it, it's, he totally misconstrued you're the, the you're text. The pr- producer, of the, I mean, you do the show. Maybe you should supply headsets. <laughs> well, guess what? I guess I'll only have to bring out two headsets for the next two weeks. I'm not wearing a headset over. <laughs> I'll just have to bring out because only gonna be two of us out here, out here trying to man the station. <laughs> Brandon in Barrickville, listening to Tony talk about his Hall of Fame speech, reminded me of another legendary Italian sports journalist, Raymond Barone, and his speech after receiving an honorary degree from his alma mater. Ray thanked his entire family, forgot to mention his wife Deborah. High jinks ensued. Go watch season eight, episode seventeen. Also, I'm a diehard Mountaineer fan, and bleed. Blue and gold, but don't ever pass up the magical moments spent with your newborn child and your wife, even for the Mountaineers. In fact, it's what all Mountaineers would expect. That will there will be more games, but only one chance to spend with the new baby. Let's go, Mountaineers! That was the gentleman yeah. who asked us if he should go to the, mm-hmm. the game. He didn't. We need to get a report back on what he decided there. Yeah, I think we guilted him into it. P.S. A few suggestions for your summer series: Kadisha Buchanan, Ashley Lawrence, Mary the Mountaineer, and Killian Cardinal. Yeah, those would all be good. Texter, all good. Uh oh. I attended the live event on Friday and had a great time. You guys do it right. And Tony, you weren't joking about the brisket. Delicious. Thanks again for the access. And I hope you enjoyed the burgers cookies. Yeah. Gentleman from Baltimore that brought yeah. us the cookies. Yeah. Chocolate on top. You waving your head no? Didn't. Uh, I got them. Yeah. Where are, I was just going to say, where are those? I, I got them. I got yours. Okay. I got your guys. We're All good. Right. During hoppy hour, I was chatting with Bill and Amber. And complimenting on the delicious Kirchevale, Bill asked me what I enjoyed about the beer. What what beer I enjoy. I said rye IPAs. Bill replied, nice. Old school recipe. So I respectfully <laughs> offer this suggestion for the future under the craft beer category of the Three Guys brand. Three Guys Rye IPA. Signed there by hmm. Dan in Maryland via Beckley. Rye IPA. Texter, three guys. Unfortunately, I was not able to attend the Kirchevale can release party, but it was your guys' fault that I did. While you guys are lollygagging around Morgantown, running a small Italian restaurant out of your home, kitchen, dressing mannequins, and discovering the concept of a ballpark, (laughs) Frankfurter, I felt obligated to take Texter friend of the program, Dougie, fresh up on his offer of his Myrtle Beach backyard for a three guys meetup. After two rounds of golf, many oh. seafood feasts, and a cookout sunset, right. all that was missing was a can of the finest beer in the land. So going forward, if you guys still want to have be homebodies and not leave the Morgantown Metroplex, I'll gladly continue to be a three guys outreach traveler. Whether on Sternwheelers or Madagascar safaris, I will be there, Nate, in the Kanawha Valley. Boy, Great picture. picture, huh? Great. Wow. That's palm tree on the left. That's nice. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's Myrtle Beach? That's Myrtle. Yeah. Myrtle's Inlet, right? Myrtle's Inlet? Myrtle's. Myrtle's. Was that the texture? I think yes, that's was the texture yeah, that's the Myrtle's Inlet. I thought it was Muriel's. No, Muriel's. He knows. <sighs> Would you stop? What? I, He's I'm, right. No. You're wrong. Stop. All right. Hey, guys. <laughs> Been there many times. Mike in, and he spelled this A-H-I-A. <laughs> a mistake. Uh, 
We can't make any mistakes here today. Well, you made a mistake and then kept going as if I was making the mistake when I was the one that was right. You well, I, well, okay. I apologize. No, you didn't. Well, now you did. You didn't. Well, now I did. I'm sorry. I didn't. I was got not accepted. With- Move on. I don't even <laughs> know. I don't even know you anymore, Hoppy. <laughs> hey guys, Mike in. He spelled it A H I A. Mike in Ohio. I was listening to the Florio episode and I got to the part where you all talked about how we listeners and readers become connected to each of you through the media you provide. Being a therapist, it made me stop and ponder this phenomenon. I can clearly not speak for all, but here is what my musing has determined. We first connect because of you. Let me start again. We first connect with you because of our love for the sports teams and leagues you provide content on. Most of us would love to be closely linked to the program at WVU, to be able to walk in and say, hey, Hugs, or hey, Neil, and to truly have their ear, if even for a little while. Through you, we get that connection delivered in the snippets you provide in this podcast on Sportsline or even live broadcasts. We know that each of you provide your own somewhat biased yet honest account of what is happening or may happen. We become connected through the laughs you provide us in this chaotic world that we live. Laughing and exercising our humor muscle that is too often minimized in this day-to-day grind, not to mention the struggles of our favorite teams over the last few years. I am grateful for the insight after losses and victories. I am grateful for the stats that help me stay focused on what's important in our game plan and whether we are able to execute it. And I am grateful for your non for you non-WV guys who have come to love this state like those of us who have been raised here. Intellectually, I know your lives encompass so much more than you share with us and that there is so much about those lives we know nothing about. Yet through these moments in the media you provide for our consumption, you feel like a good friend or a family member that we can relate to through our mutual interests. I was happy and proud of Scopes for his hunting success. I laugh when spreads gets giddy over clouds, and I feel sympathy for the dean when you guys bust on him for being over 100. You really should have more respect for your elders. LOL. Thank you, three guys. Whoa. That was kind of a good text. That kind of got to that, didn't it, Hoppy? Really, uh, that, that, was, uh, that was couch work right there. That was therapist uh, on staff, too. That's good to know. Very well analyzed. Good to know. That was, that was well done. Pro- um, professionally analyzed. Well done. Yeah. We yeah. could maybe make him the official... Like therapist, helps us. The yeah. therapist, therapist of therapy. Yeah. We got a beer. We're gonna have coffee. We got apparel. We got merchandise coming out, and we'll have our yeah. official counselor text back with your number. <laughs> <laughs> How much per hour? How much for the fifty minutes? <laughs> you don't get a full hour. You get fifty minutes. I would like you to counsel Hoppy so he'll stay longer at our live events. WVU baseball puts up fourteen against PSU. Does WVU put up more in its season opener against Penn State? Oh boy, good one. Grant oh, from too Park- early. Yeah, too Grant, early. Grant from Parkersburg sends us a picture. This is Bob Huggins and Jay Koontz right now. <laughs> you think we need one more? You think we need one more? All right. We'll, we'll go get, get, right, one, we'll get more. one more. That's pretty good. That's uh what the heck is, is that? Name? Ocean's Eleven? Ocean's Eleven. Great movie. Was a great I tell you what, for great fi- movie. for the Fun five movie. for the five movies I've ever seen in my life, I could hit them once in a while. Right? Okay. See Al Pacino turn eighty three this week. Is that right? It's amazing. Really? 83. 83. What was that movie we like? We like A Son of a Woman. Son of a Woman. Oh, oh Son of a Woman. It's tremendous acting. <laughs> Joe in Charleston writes in. We have to in. play that clip for us. Nah, we Not on air. Oh, for us. Off air, yeah. 
Joe in Charleston, I agree with Mike Florio about the draft overexposure. It's all TV now. I miss the days when you get up and watch it all day Saturday. The Mountaineer remains in great hands after the rifle passing. I heard Mary's interview on Sportsline. She's so poised and humble. Has a great future ahead of her. And Michael appears to have those same qualities. I'm proud of both of them. Yeah, Michael, Michael worked the spring game, the new Mountaineer, and then he was at the event in Charleston the other night. The Big 12 and social media has helped that tradition cut out over the past decade. Going back to Rebecca in 2009, all of them have been memorable in their own way. Signed by Joe in Charleston. Uh, greetings. TC, the safest way to address him is, is it an I or a Y at the end? We may never know. How? Does he know all of those convoluted numbers? Oh, that's right. He pays for them. And the David Copperfield of broadcasting. Now you see him. Now you don't. Hoppy Kerchival. <clears throat> Texter. Gentlemen, I cannot tell you how awesome you and your staff, Dave Groover included, were when my wife and I found out that your kids' sports schedules had shifted and put us in a direct conflict with the Kerchival can release event. We were so bummed out that we could not make it. I mean, Kevin Kane was going to serve us brisket. The beautiful human officiated our wedding on our farm, on our land, right here in Montague County. So Rev Kev did their wedding. Mm-hmm. Yes, we paid him the honorarium, Gluck. <laughs> so this is what happened. Uh, these folks that are writing this couldn't attend our event, but they had paid for two tickets. So yes, you were gracious enough to let my wife still pick up our merchandise for the event, and you took a picture with her. There it is. Had her picture made. Yep. Sans Hoppy, of course. Don't know where he was. And we inadvertently wound up the first to receive the cans of Kerchavale. True. That is bragging rights for life. Quick, kids, sports weather, center recap of that weekend. Travel baseball in Bridgeport Friday evening, one. Good job. Travel basketball in Cleveland, Ohio, Saturday and Sunday, one up, three down. Okay. Fifth Learning. grade's Learning basketball, experience. different up there. Yeah, their fifth grade basketball is different up there. Back to travel baseball in Bridgeport Sunday night. Mac can make it back in time to play in two of the three games that day. Um, lined up, beat them, <laughs> won the championship. Thanks for having us. Hell of a weekend. Sorry we missed your show. You guys are the best, though, Dan and Heather in Morgantown. There you go. She's great. She's a nurse, right? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, she was very nice. They were great. Yeah, so she ran in here um, was, Friday was before the event. No, I, I, you I were know here. You. you were somewhere. You were, we couldn't you were, find you. You were at your desk still working. Oh, right in a commentary or something. <laughs> she said could hoppy be available for this picture i said hell no he's gonna leave early anyway just to be the two of us thank you <laughs> the time i was here i had a really good time <laughs> texter tony these long days of sunshine are fantastic you know the days get longer i just wanted to thank you for always reminding us how little time there is before the days start getting shorter again <laughs> well, here we go. when it comes to football season though so i can't complain too much <laughs> these days are longer you know, speaking of nothing to do with what we're talking about, guy told me the other day, <laughs> longest, longest, told me. longest note in a song, longest note in a song is it's um, Bill Withers, Happy Day. He holds that note for 18 seconds. You know, I heard that song just the other day where he holds that note. Yeah. You know who told me that? A guy that I would never in a million years expect it. It was on my trip to Charleston. It was Michael for Gale. We're talking about Backley, talking about Slab Fork, talking about Bill Withers. And he said, yep. you know, he holds that note in a happy day for 18 seconds. 
that would be like it was stunning because like you brad you hate music so that would be like you would never get that from you forget told me 18 seconds he had a you know he was a had a wonderful voice and um there's for you i i heard that just the other day and i heard that note and i thought that was before all the editing that goes on yeah you know, these days I'm like Holy cow. How I heard it know? this morning for the first time since I heard that it was 18 seconds and I specifically listened. I went like, whoa. Yeah. Remember the West Virginia Music Hall of Fame, by the way? Well, sure. Absolutely. Texter. Hello. Three guys. I love the show. I've listened for a long time. You always keep a military guy up in connection with Mountaineer Nation. Only complaint. Oh. Get some more baseball talk. Come on. Randy Maisie and the boys are rolling. And we got screwed last year by not making the tournament. Ben ranked twice now. First slipped up against Kansas, bounced back, ranked higher now. Last game against Penn State had grand slams from Hussey and Weatherholt and crushed them. I catch at least a little bit of each game on ESPN Plus, and the season has gone on. I see more and more fans at Wagner Field. They are currently ranked 18th. Keep winning. Could they... Again, host a regional for the third time. Let's go. Hugs is tr- crushing the transfer portal. Can't wait to see him on the court next year. Zags thought they were going to land the best transfer in the class. Hope. Nope. Hugs added another. Justin, currently in Midlothian, Virginia. We're huge. Another Midlothian? We're huge there. Big. They should do a live event in Midlothian. Huge. huge. Well, Justin, I like the show from earlier then. He heard the baseball talk from earlier. Talked about those sure. slams. Yeah. Texter, hello, three guys. I finally got it. Why send you three a message of positivity when I can just mention how I told my wife that I was efforting to clean the basement, even though I didn't (laughs) dust the walls like she had asked me to? (laughs) Anyway, I'm sure you'll mention how good the baseball team is doing, but will stats bring in the stats for us? Well, it so happens that I have a few for you. Did you know that as a team, West Virginia is number 44 or higher in 13 offensive batting categories. Here's a few examples. Tied for 27th with 228 walks. Tied for 25th hit by a pitch with 71. 25 with 430 hits. Tied for 16 with 19 doubles. 18th in the country with a 419 on-base percentage. Tied for 21st with 336 runs scored, tied for 12th with 91 stolen bases, tied for 15th with one loss percentage at 73%. In my humble opinion, this is probably one of the best offensive teams West Virginia has ever had. Now the only thing that is lacking is a great defense and pitching, but when you look at their ERA at 431 and whip at 136, Gave you a whip. both good for 35th whip. in the nation, not too shabby. These stats are for all games played through 25 April. I'm hoping the baseball team continues its success and is able to secure hosting a regional. I must also congratulate Lay Huggy Bear and soon-to-be world champion Mountaineer basketball team for assembling what appears to be a great team. Thank you all for all you do and keep up the good work. Hot Rod in Woodbridge, (laughs) Woodbridge, Virginia. All of a sudden, I just went down there. It started a little bit to be Sean McDonough, and then it ended with Don Cricky. Thank well, Mc- you for all that you do, and keep up the good work. You, you, you can catch McDonough doing hockey. He's doing the NHL playoffs. He sent me a text 
The day that I was up at Syracuse, he said, so sorry that I could not be there, but I'm doing the National Hockey League Stanley Cup playoffs. (laughs) When he called in last summer to announce that you were going into the the Hall of Fame there at Syracuse, how did he he open it? How would would it sound when he opened? Tony, (laughs) it's Sean. Just wanted to call in. Hope all is well. You and your lovely family. That was the best. So happy at he the was event. in the press box doing the uh, getting ready to do the Yankees Red Sox game. Uh, yeah, I think I was here. Yeah, yeah. Made time to call us yeah. and do his introduction at the Syracuse event. Um, Andrew Catalan for CBS, his NFL partner is Steve Tasker. Okay, yeah, yeah. And Tasker lives in Buffalo, so Tasker drove over that night to be there for Andrew. And so Andrew brings Tasker up after the thing's over, and people are taking pic- getting their pictures made. People getting their picture made, and Tasker comes up, and Catalan says, "Hey, um, Tony, I want you to meet Steve Tasker." And for the life of me, I just could not. I mean, here's Don Cricky in my head going, <laughs> because before Catalan worked with Tasker, Tasker with, with Don Cricky, yeah, yeah. and I just wanted to go. This is Don Cricky <laughs> along with Steve Tasker. <laughs> And so I'm talking. That was one of the all-time great I'm talking special to, team you, players of all time, and you're introduced to him, and all you can hear is Don Cricky. Like I'm, did you, I'm going to Steve. This is Steve Tasker. Did you? Okay, I know you didn't do it, but did you subconsciously kind of drift a little bit into it, into it, just a little bit into the voice? Nice to meet you. I, nice. Yeah, to meet when you. I was going, like I'm going. This I'm laughing inside my head, and Steve Tasker. <laughs> It's third down for the Cincinnati Bengals. We welcome you back. 24-20. The Bengals on top of the Browns. Don Cricky along with Steve Tasker. McDonough has a lot of Cricky in him. Yeah, he'll bring it down in there. Yeah, he'll bring it down in there. What did he sound like when he called the show? Tony, (laughs) it's Sean calling from Yankee Stadium. (laughs) Oh, he's the best. Uh, he does, I think we've talked about this, he does hockey different than a lot of other hockey play-by-play announcers because, I mean, he does a little bit more of not doing every play, every but giving pass. you more of, of, of text, yeah. of context, rather than every pass. Most t- most TV hockey is mostly absolute on it play-by-play. Right. Most TV hockey. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, if he was doing you, he'd go, now the puck is turned back into the West Virginia zone, picked yeah. up by Kerchival, who will leave a public event in his honor quite frequently, and he headmans it ahead over center ice. Probably yes, do that, right. right? Yeah. Here's Kerchival, who's got a beer named after him. He doesn't care. He leaves events early. He doesn't care. Here's Kerchival behind his net, claims an illness, had him leave early from a public event. I will con- when I left. I left purposely because I didn't want to get I didn't want to get caught. <laughs> so I kind of, oh, you were caught, <laughs> given the volume of reports coming in. <laughs> the pl- the puck clears over the blue line, picked up by Kirchville, who's not hesitant to contact his wife to pick him up early at a public event in his honor, named after him. Which people have paid to come but he's not him. there. <sighs> now the net's empty because Kirchville pulled early. And that's a goal. They score. Where was Kerchival? He left early. 
He's in the locker room. There's still twenty. There's still fourteen thirty-four to go here in the third. And Kirchville's left the ice. Who would have ever thought of this inhumanity? Not only now has Elvis left the building, but so has Kirchival. Sweating now. You bring it all on yourself. I know. And now, because you left early, we're going to formally formally issue you a two-week suspension. Maybe you bring it on yourself. (laughs) It's your fault. (laughs) He didn't even say that. I'm gonna kill you, and it's your fault (laughs) that I'm doing it. (laughs) He just cried. You You really do. I'm gonna have to call in from the road so I don't get. (sighs) And it's a live show, so I can do that. We're gonna miss you. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you show up to your show all the time. Every day. You never leave out before two hours is over on talk line. Like, it never comes back at the 1145 break and there's no one sitting in the chair. <laughs> Just an empty chair. There's no one. Just a bumper music you're, you're, trailing out. You're the only one that you do this to. We're the only ones that you do this that to. That's true. Oh, we're getting it. Well, I usually don't drink Kirchhoff during talk line. Yeah. Texters. I should have had somebody with me, you know. Like we're going to bring some Kirchhoff in. Yeah. Probably let's get, you, let's get you an iced tea here, that's it, hoppy water for the rest of the night. You're done. <sighs> Gentlemen, on behalf of Jason, John, and myself, we want to say thank you for the wonderful experience we had last Friday. A live podcast, the food, and the drinks at the Apothecary, top-notch, and it felt great to be outside for this event. Highlight for us was having Scope, Spreads, and Taylor stop by and hang out with us at our table. Hoppy, you stayed longer, but all of us would have cashed in on the under for you leaving early again. Personal highlight, winning the bourbon barrel, and knowing that that donation is going to go to a wonderful cause, it touched me very deeply. Yeah. So the money will go to Rev, Rev Kev's uh, organization called The Source, which helps people in a bunch of different ways and food and also in counseling. You fellows are wonderful people. We're proud to call you friends. Nice note. Thanks, Jennings. Thank you very much. For that was your awesome. He made that donation too. Donation. Big help. I think he indicated he was about three Kirchhoffs in too when he was bidding. <laughs> but he stayed. Texter <laughs> fought, fought through it. Fought through it. Got through it. <laughs> what are you been? I want to get you now. You... Man, if I would have, I probably, I probably should have stayed. Oh, there's there's Jennings and John and Jason. Yeah, there's yeah. the guys right there. Those are the two guys, folks, uh, with the hats on that helped Brad get away from the major lawnmower situation that he had when they said uh, your battery's dead. Had to call in the experts. Couldn't fix it, Kerchival. Yeah, I, I talked to them a and unique, I said a I, unique malfunction. <laughs> no, I no, I talked to the guy. I said, it wouldn't start. What's the first thing you do? And the guy said, check the battery. Well, Brad learned a valuable life lesson. I thought I had already done that. Okay, fair. <clears throat> Last fair. one. So then you move on. Yeah, I did. I thought I had already done that. Yeah, okay, fair. Have you mowed yet? No. <laughs> no. You haven't yet? There it is right there. No, I, I didn't because we needed a new battery. But thankfully, last week... My got wonderful people, folks over at Napa. Oh, new people? Yeah. Folks at Napa. Folks at Napa. Shout out to Napa. Shout out to Napa. Carolyn, Kevin, Mark Amtower. Greg <laughs> Paris delivered it up, delivered the battery, put it in, fired it right up. Wow. Napa delivered the battery? Yeah. Yes. And put it in. My guys. You got a lot of people. 
Got a lot of people. Yeah. So we'll be mowing here in the next day or so. <laughs> a little long. We right need now. a video of that. About to get a, a citation here. It's a little long. Got to get to it. Uh-oh. Last one. Yes. But thanks to the Napa folks. Jeff in Parkersburg here. I'm requesting <laughs> like NASCAR. Yeah, right. Well, the Napa lawnmower. I can't say enough today. about the fine people on Napa. Where's that? Lo- where are they located in Morgantown? All over. There's one up on, uh, well, they're all over. 20 some stores. A lot of stores. Can't, fo- can't thank enough folks in Napa. Listen, I didn't want to bring this up here before I started cutting this lawn, but they didn't go to sleep last night. We <laughs> blowed that we blowed that engine up there uh, during time trials on Friday. <laughs> And they spent up all night long, and they got in there, and they worked around the clock. So I just can't think. They come out here this morning. They gave me this mower back. It fired right up there, and we ran it. And it was in really great shape. So I can't thank enough folks from Napa. They're just, I'll try and get some video when I go out. Because I'll, I'll, I'll wear my Napa hat when I go out to. Just great. I want to shout out to all the people from there at Napa. The big Napa sticker right on the hood. Exactly. Probably you had Napa powered by. Last one. Jeff in Parkersburg here. I am requesting a new bingo card. Mine does not have last suppers or gym funerals on it. And we all know it's just a matter of time before you get around back to talking about Peter asking Matthew to pass the TNL hot dogs. <laughs> Thanks for the show. And I love the Mountaineers in the portal. Ooh, that was an exercise. It was. We're going to miss you, Hop. So Hop, just to recap, so he'll be back in time for the Penn State preview? Yeah, the day we Oh, pre- by the way. Uh, Never mind. I'll tell you later. No, go. I don't think I'm going to be here for that. Well, I know you're not going to be here for that. You're going to be. You are going to miss that. Yeah. Do you want us? Do you want us to effort and find a replacement, a regular replacement? You remember when Carson, Johnny Carson, started to phase out of his show? Jay Leno became the de facto host. Do you want us to effort and find a third person to replace you when you're not here? Wait, that's a and that kind of hurts to think about that. I don't want to get replaced, but I mean, I understand what you're saying. We would never think about a replacement if you would be in attendance. So again, it's on you. Would you want us to start thinking of a name or two? Senator? Uh, I think we've got some time on that because the, in the summer series, it's always traditionally been the guest has become the third guy. So we don't want him around in the summer anyway, is what you're saying. Well, he, he hasn't been. I mean, this is unusual that he's here doing this one. Well, remember, he has not been around in the, in the summertime. Usually. I'm right here. The summer series, he's usually not yeah, here. You don't have to talk like he's... So you don't think we should... At no, I think we're fine because he's not going to be here anyway. We didn't want to hear anyway. Yeah, the yeah. guest is the third guy. Okay, so. right. yeah. hop good. Hey, yeah. listen, enjoy your trip. We're, we're going to take oh, care of it. We're good. Here? I thought maybe you left. I was going to say, I'm sitting right here. Uh, well, we, didn't, we were surprised that you were still here. That's the end of the show. You're still here. Three Guys brought to us by Burdett Camping Center, the only warranty forever RV dealer in all of West Virginia. Visit them at burdettcamping.com. By GoMart. We love Reese's. You love Reese's. We all love Reese's. Sign up, get a $500 GoMart gift card. Go to gomart.com slash the number three guys. gomart.com slash three guys. Get the rewards, save money on gas, save money on everything. And by Comax Business Systems, keeping West Virginia's business data safe, secure, and efficient for 25 years. And they got your back. Manage your IT remotely. Digital phone services from 1 to 1,000 lines. Tell them three guys sent you. ComaxWV.com. And the guys that sell family fun, it's Lou Wendell Marine Sales. They're located in St. Albans, but their boats are all over the state of West Virginia. They sell the Avalon pontoon series made here in the united states of america visit lou wendell marine that's lou wendell marine
We're out. Thanks for being with us. We'll be back sometime next week to continue our summer series of interviews. Hoppy, thank you so very much for being with us in its the program's entirety. You've been here. It's been my pleasure. It's thank been our pleasure to have you. Thanks everybody Thanks for, for listening. And uh, our website, <laughs> our website's going to open up here in the not too distant future. Episode800.com is the URL. That's <laughs> what it is for real. Episode800.com coming soon. Keep checking it. We be out. The music's over. Four, three, two, one. See you.